Hello and welcome to the podcast at thatguitarlover.com. I'm your host, Ross Chevalier. Hey neighbors, by now you've likely realized that I've been around for a while. When I started playing back in the 70s, we didn't have the pantheon of effects that we have today. There were fuzz pedals and wah pedals, including the awesome, long-since, regrettably sold color sound fuzz wah. And then this newer thing showed up called the phase shifter. I know that there were a few at the time, from electroharmonics, from neutron, but the phase shifter that everyone that I knew was chasing was coming from MXR. They had the phase 45, the phase 90, and the phase 100. Due to my own limited funding, I could only afford the phase 45, but I kept it for years, finally trading it in on something that I can't remember getting back in the mid-90s. I should have kept the phase shifter, but so it goes. Just for reference, when I talk about phase shifters, I'm talking about phase shifters in the context as an effect for a musical instrument. When you use a search engine and you search phase shifter, you're going to see many references to phase shifters that have nothing to do with music at all. It's because it's an incredibly powerful electronic device we're going to confine our conversation to that which we use as musicians. At the time, phase shifters were everywhere, on stages and on records. Running drum kits and rototoms through phase shifters became a thing. I believe that if you pull out old copies of Kiss Alive, you'll find a cool for the day recording of Peter Chris's tom-toms running through phase shifters. It was a really awesome sound at the time. Then along came a very different modulation pedal that really came from reel-to-reel tape called the flanger. And it seems like almost overnight, phase shifters disappeared. That is until this young player from California by name of Edward Van Halen made the MXR Phase 90 an integral part of his overall sound. I was watching one of my favorite getting older movies this past week. It's called Twister, dates from the 90s where Eddie and Van Halen provided a couple of songs, and he and his brother Alex composed the closing music called Respect the Wind. I really love the sound of Respect the Wind. If you've never heard it, go search for it and have a listen. As part of the soundtrack, we hear the song Humans Being. It's part of the film, and it took me back to that time when phase shifters were part of the everyday sound, and it encouraged me to fire up a phase shifter and see what it felt like today. Now, I have to say, going in, I like flangers. In fact, I like a flanger almost always on at a low rate, at a low mix in general. So I had to wean myself off of my flanger affection, because while some folks think flangers and phasers are the same, they really aren't. Flanders live in the continuum from chorus to delay, and while phase shifters do induce a time delay, it's not in the same way. So let's take a moment to get caught up on what phase shifters do. In a phase shifter, the input signal is split. The unaffected portion passes through, while the other part of the signal is routed through sets of filters. The filtered signal is governed by a low-frequency oscillator most of the time, and this causes the affected signal to become out of phase with the original signal. This means they're not in sync. The oscillator varies the time spent for the affected signal. It looks a bit like delay, but only insofar as the delay amount is changing 
with the oscillator settings. That, that means that the delay amount is not fixed. Phase is a description of the audio waveform. Waveforms that are in phase have their peaks and troughs in the same place in time. Two signals that are in phase look like a single signal on a scope. When the signals become out of phase, the two waveforms combine in some places to be neutral. In others, they reinforce each other, and in others, they degrade each other. It's this case of the waveforms being out of phase that deliver the phase shifter's known warbly effect. Phase shifters like the MXR Phase 90 only have one control. In this case, it's called speed, and what it does is control the oscillation rate. Turn it up for more oscillation, turn it down for less. Other phase shifters offer more controls and more complexity. Some also offer control on how far out of phase a signal can be pushed. The big difference in the day between the Phase 90 and the Phase 100, although the Phase 100 was larger and more expensive and must therefore be better, was that the Phase 100 had multiple phase patterns to choose from that altered the final sound. There are folks who say that phase shifters are passe. I don't agree. I continue to hear players seeking to emulate Mr. Van Halen, as well as other players who have used phase shifters with great success, initially when there were minimal alternatives, but we're seeing a growth again in the use of phase shifters. Just this year, the geniuses at Strymon released the Zelza, one of the most comprehensive phase shifters ever produced. The Zelza is actually two individual phase shifters that you can use together. On one side is a four-stage phaser, and on the other side is a six-stage phaser. More stages mean more finer granular control, and of course, different sound. The four-stage side does classic phasing as well as some vibrato. The six-stage side does phasing, but it also covers a bit of chorus and a bit of flanging. As the unit is also stereo, you can put different effects on the left and the right sides. I'm not proposing that everyone run out and buy a Zelza. If you want a deep dive into phase shifting, it's definitely worth consideration. But if you're looking for something that's simple, one knob, easy to use, MXR continues to build variants of the Phase 90, including the Van Halen version done up in the Frankenstein artwork, and it has a micro switch that allows for a slightly different tone. Not super expensive, and absolutely the go-to phase shifter tone. Now, while this podcast is geared towards guitarists and bassists, if you play an electric piano like a Whirly or a Rhodes, the use of a phase shifter can really make a tangible difference to your sound. I do know that when many YouTubers hear the word phaser, they immediately jump into a funk riff. And while this is a popular use of phase shifting, it's certainly not the only option available to you. Perhaps on your next outing to your guitar shop or online adventure, you might try or at least addition the audio tracks a phase shifter can bring to see how one might enhance your playing experience. As always, thanks for listening. Please consider subscribing to the articles and to this podcast so you get notified when a new one is posted. Until next time, peace. Peace. <laughs>